Hi guys, my name's Kate and I'm happy to be here and you're listening to the podcast, happy to be here. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Feeling okay? Feeling not so okay? Um, I'm in, let's see, what week is this? Week five of my semester, I think when the time this episode comes out and it's been a chaotic time, you know, Mercury retrograde is over, Valentine's Day um, will be passed when this episode comes out, but yeah, we're already halfway through February. So, you know, but yeah, just take care of yourself. You know, if you're not doing well, if you're overwhelmed with school, overwhelmed with work, just make sure that you're spending time with yourself. Do things that you like to do. But I have a new guest with me here today. I have Miss Michaela on. Hi, Michaela. <laughs> Hi. Um, How are you doing? I'm okay, I would say. Okay. Yeah. 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 So this is Michaela's first time in the pod, and so we work together at Starbucks, Mm -hmm. and I've had on a few of our other coworkers already. I'm just running through the roster. (laughs) So yeah, Michaela, do you want to share a little bit about yourself with us? Um, I'm a junior. I've been at Starbucks for about two years, I would say. Wow. Two two or three, I don't know, two years. Um, I'm a creative writing major. So, how's junior year going? It's actually going better than anything else. Oh, that's good. Any other? Any year. other thing? Oh, well, that's good. Um, yeah, when Princess, our other coworker, was on, she was talking about how she feels like I don't think she's in her sophomore slump, but she feels like she's in her sophomore slump. Have you ever had like a slump year? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, just freshman sophomore year. Yes. They just were throw so them away. Bad. I would say it was um. So freshman year, nobody told me about any resources or anything, oh. and then COVID came. So it was just like the first semester, nobody told me about resources. Didn't know that I could drop a class. Failed like three of them. Oh no! And then <laughs> the second semester, went home and had to stay home. I wanted to come back. Yeah. Went home, had to stay home. Um, probably my attention don't work. So. Yeah. Yeah, did not so good there either. Me and my roommate were talking about this last night, how the public school system goes and how mm. college goes. They expect you to think a certain way and to do stuff a certain way, and that doesn't work for everyone. So, you know, but that's okay, you know. I, let me tell you, I did not have a good time junior year. Um, school, it was, school-wise, I was okay. Mentally, no. Yeah. Throw it in the garbage. But yeah. Well, are you looking forward to senior year? I mean, you're almost there. I would say I'm looking forward to finally being in a major that I like. Yeah. Because freshman year, I was in psychology, and then I got out of it and tried to go into speech and hearing science, but it was just too much pressure, Yeah. honestly. So I didn't declare creative writing until last semester in October, and I just feel like it's going to be... There's a lot less weight on me. There's, I feel so much better. Oh, that's great. In this major. Yeah, and I feel like, too, you're very creative in your personal life, too. So I feel like that applies to your professional life as well. So it's exciting. So do you want to be an author? I do. Oh, <gasps> God. Oh, well, we will actually be discussing books later. But what kind of books do you want to write? I have no idea. I want to publish a poetry book. In the next few years, honestly. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm looking into um, 
I don't know if I'm gonna like have somebody else bind it and make the book or I'm gonna try and learn how to book bind myself um, I'm incorporating all of the poetry I've written in like a school setting and I have one more poetry class to take so I'll just wait until after that and then I'll yep I have the title and everything but can't nobody know that <laughs> that's so cool that's so exciting um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I feel like poetry is, I don't know. I feel like it's easily misunderstood by other mm. people, but like I was an English major, so I, I do enjoy, um, poetry. I don't really read it as much though, but that's really awesome. Are you going to do like illustrations too and stuff or just, mm. just, that's all right. <laughs> no, Rupi, what is it? Rupi Kapoor, honey, yeah. honey and milk, the tumbler. Milk and honey. Milk and honey, the tumbler staple. I bought that book, but I haven't read it yet. Oh, I'm not into reading poetry either. Well, some po like I mentioned, some poetry kind of not goes over my head. Well, yeah, let's let's humble humble ourselves. It does go over my head sometimes, and then sometimes I, I really I do enjoy it, but it just depends. It's like too vague sometimes when yeah. you don't. How am I supposed to interpret this? And yeah, that's part of the good parts of like reading it. You make up your own meaning, mm -hmm. um, interpret it your own way, as I've learned in my workshop classes. But um, I don't know. Do I put like an author's note at the end and be like, here's what this was actually about? And will it change the way you saw it when you initially read it? Would you read it again and like it or feel a different way about it? Don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's like the the best part about it. You know, everyone brings their own their own stuff to it. So so yeah, that's so cool. Well, I'm that's exciting for you. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, it will be. So speaking of you being creative in your personal life, um, you're into crocheting, which is like so cool. And I was on TikTok the other day. It's like the hardest kind of like knitting I heard to do, or like hard to replicate by a machine. Yeah. I would, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because I saw someone talking about this Target crocheted sweater vest and how they were charging thirty four and how they were just overcharging mm -hmm. it. So basically, it's like a very impressive skill is a long way of saying that. Um, and you've made hats for like most of our coworkers, which is like such a feat. Like a lot of them. Yes, probably like, everyone. Probably Practically like everyone. Yeah, like fifteen of us. I don't know. A lot of us. I think so. Um, it wasn't actually. I wasn't supposed to. Yeah, you my just... purple one. Um, it's a Daisy bucket hat, like a Granny Square Daisy bucket hat. Um, I was like, I'm gonna pick out this purple outfit, and this hat will be a part of my outfit. So I was making myself finish it in mm -hmm. time for the outfit, and I wore it to work because I was like, I just finished it, so everybody's gonna see it. And then Tati was like, I want one. Sarah was like, I want one. Jackie, Princess, Ariana, everybody wanted one. So I was like, no. And then I went home and was like, I'll make it. I do it. It's fine. Um, and I was like, I don't need to write it down. It's not that many people. And then it became eight people. And then it became twelve. And it just kept going. <laughs> yeah. Literally, like, I remember you were just coming in. You were giving people their hats. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, there's a lot of us. And then everyone has, like, their own color, too. Like, I, that's what I want to do. I don't want to. I can do it for other people. But if you work with us and you have the exact same type of hat, it cannot be the same color as somebody else. Yeah. Because if we, what if we all do wear them 
to work at some point to take like a group picture or something. <gasps> oh, that'd be so cute. <laughs> um, I wouldn't want, I want them to all be different. And even if they are like the same color scheme, I'll switch it. Like Tati's is blue, um, right? Or green? It's green. It's like a light green. And then Princess also wanted green, so I switched it. Hers is a darker green. Ooh. So, yeah. That's well, that's, that's so cool. And I mean, that's just a nice thing to do, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how did you, did you just like want to do a bucket hat or did you look for a specific like vibe or? So, I'm wearing my Harry Styles tattoo sweatshirt. It's honestly iconic. <laughs> I, I I told Mikhail today, I was like, oh, I like the Harry Styles sweatshirt. And you were like, you know Harry Styles? And I was like, I was like how do you know this? Oh, I was like, I was a directioner. A big one? Because I was too. I was big. <sighs> yeah, but I had like mean friends. So they would call me a directionator and they refused, but they were directioners. So they refused to call me a directioner. That's fun. Yeah. And if you're in the, if, you, if you're in the know, being called a directionator is like slanderous. Like, it is like saying that you're not a true fan. You're like, just like a here for the, the fun fan. And like, I was in it. I went to the One Direction pop-up store in the mall. I was there for it. Yeah. Yeah. I actually still have my One Direction Hour Moment perfume from like however many years ago. Oh my God. What does it smell like? It smells amazing because I know that some people get a different I guess it would be like a different addition. Theirs mm -hmm. smells terrible. <laughs> if they have like, mine has like a little frilly, pink okay. frilly oh, lace at the top. Yeah, because they've done a few, right? But if theirs has a diamond at the top, it smells bad. Oh. Mine still smells good. But, um, no, okay, the cardigan. Mm -hmm. The ugly knitted cardigan with all the different colors. Yeah. I'm making it. But I'm making it in shades of purple. Oh, stop. And That's then it. he wore the hat. Mm. But he wore it as like a yellow hat. So I was like, I'm going to make this to match the cardigan. Mm -hmm. Cardigan is not finished. Um, I'm going to make this to match the cardigan. And that's why I made that type of hat. Because oh, Harry cool. Styles wore it and he wore the cardigan. So I'm like, this is going to be a match. This is a thing. And then everybody else wanted one too. Yeah. Well, I really do like the bucket hat trend. I have like a few in my room. They're not crocheted. But I think what I what I kind of appreciate about Harry Styles is that like I feel like sweater vests and sweaters are becoming like popular again. Yes. Like I was never a sweater vest person. And then like, you know, you see them in all these cool fun patterns and you're like, oh I wanna wear one of those. You know? So I love that. We love Harry Styles inspiring inspiring crocheters. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's also in a what is it? A performance he did with Lizzo, mm -hmm. um, where they sung "Juice." Is that what that's Juicy, the Doja? No, no, it's no, no, Doja. No. Um, good it's as hell. Like, it ain't my Oh, that one. Yeah, he wore a sweater vest that looked like it was knitted or crocheted. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a pattern that I can find for it, and I'll probably make it. And if you want one, just let me know. Oh. oh! Amazing! Yeah. Oh yeah. What is speaking of? What is your um? I know you have an Instagram handle for your crocheting, right? I do have an Instagram. I just made her, so she's really not very developed. But um, it's called Yarn of Heavenly. Yarn of Heavenly. Okay. It was my second choice of name. <laughs> um, I like the name, but it was my second choice. I wanted to be called like Heavenly Threads, but then I realized oh, that's cool. 
I realized I'm not really working with like thread, like embroidery mm-hmm. thread. Um, and second, I looked it up before I made the account. There are a lot of heavenly dot threads, underscores, uh, all of that. Yeah. So I used yarn of heavenly, um, heavenly just because mm, that's heavenly is what I go by sometimes if I don't want to like put my name on it. Yeah. Um, cause my middle name's heaven. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. But, um. There's only a few posts because I'm trying to go in order mm-hmm. of when I make the item or product. So it's not fully out there, but it's there. It's public. Oh, that's cool. You're welcome to follow it. Please do. Yeah, Michaela makes really great stuff. Um, so speaking of, how did you get into crocheting? TikTok. <laughs> um, last year, I, I feel like I was just sitting on my floor in the dark. It's like 6 p.m., I saw a TikTok that was like, um, here's the basics or how to start crocheting. You get yarn, you get a hook, and you do this. Mm-hmm. And I, T was not my roommate at the time, but we were living on the same floor that we yeah. do now. And I texted them and I was like, let's go to Michael's. Mm-hmm. And we went to Michael's. I got the wrong size hook, two shades of purple. And tried to make something it was very ugly i did not know what i was doing but i and then the next day i found someone um on the quad i was walking to work found someone on the quad crocheting i walked oh. past them i walked back and was like hi <laughs> i just bought some stuff for this yesterday so let's be friends her name's maria she goes here um she also has an a crochet instagram called yarnaputics Oh, that's fun. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we're going to the Stitching Illini Club tomorrow. Oh, exciting. Uh, well, that's really cool. I feel like that happened to a lot of people, you know, over quarantine. They were like, let me just go on TikTok and, like, see what's up. And they're like, well, here's a new hobby. <laughs> you know? I started this podcast in quarantine because yeah. I my brain was rotting. And I was like, I need serotonin and to do something creative. And that was what I shows so that's really cool so i think creativity is something we do every day um and it's i don't know it's kind of it's i don't think it's pretentious but i think it's a fun way to look at life like even just us making drinks i think that's creative um but actually creating and making something is a wonderful feeling like a work of art you know and i think that that's what you do with crocheting so what's your favorite part about creating or just writing you know because you're also a writer Definitely. I've just talked about this in my creative writing classes, like why do I like writing and stuff like that. And I'll say it goes for both. Um, the feeling when somebody enjoys what I've done. That that sounds kind of like, really? Um, but I just like, oh, I got this grandma hat and T said that it looked like I had a baby bonnet on, but everybody loved it, and everybody wanted one. And I was like, oh, really? You actually want one? Like, you you want to wear the stuff that I make? Are you serious? And then the things that I write, um, they think that it's good or something. And I'm like, oh, really? You you don't think this is, like, stupid? <laughs> um, no, no, I just like when people enjoy yeah, no. things that I write. Yeah, no. I feel the same way. I feel like when I started making this, I was like, oh, like... Who's going to listen to me talk? And I feel like it's a nice feeling to be like 
shocked by our own successes and like people enjoying what we create you know because mm-hmm. it's it's a good feeling when someone comes up to me and they're like oh my god like i really liked your episode and i was like oh my god really i'm like really um well yeah no that's very it's very sweet you know that's a good sentiment so do you like crocheting things in a specific color because you color block your stuff a lot too and i, I know you have some favorite colors but um I'm trying so hard to be released from the shackles of purple. <laughs> I I loved it, but I've curated my life around it too much and for too long that mm-hmm. it's, it's quite annoying. Um, I like shades of blue now. Hopefully it doesn't become a thing. Um, I don't know. I feel like I have to like look up a pattern first mm-hmm. um, or find something to make and then get the color for it. Okay, that makes sense. Or look at what I have, um, and then try to, like, get something to make with the color I have. I just grab random things, honestly. Yeah. I feel like that's just a, you know, it's a good process, too. And it works economically, too. You know, building off of what you already have. Yeah. Yeah. I know usually when, if somebody, like, wants something, it's not, I don't base it off of what I have. I'm like, I'm going to get it because... I want you to actually like pick out your own colors and not be limited by what I have because here I don't have anything. I just, <laughs> there's nothing but shades of purple because of the things that I'm trying to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd rather just go out and get new stuff because then that can add to like other stuff that I'll probably make in the future with those colors. Yeah. Oh, well, that's really cool. I love that for you. Look at Michaela, the pro crocheter. We love to see it. What kind of tips would you give people who want to learn how to crochet? Or what mm-hmm. do things you wish that you had known when you started crocheting? Um, I would say a lot. I learned later, like after crocheting. Um, but there is definitely a difference between hook sizes and the colors of them. Just because the color of the hook is blue doesn't mean it's the one you need. Mm. Just what I did. Um, and there's also different, many different um, ways to find a pattern, like a way to make it. There's YouTube videos that it's how I started, but um, people actually write out patterns. There's um, visuals where you can like a grid, you can look at a picture or something. Um, there's many different ways to look at a pattern and it's best to find what works for you because you might get a little bit annoyed or upset with like one that isn't really working that's definitely what I'm going through right now (laughs) yeah um yeah that makes sense you know and that's good advice too what was your first like thing that you crochet that you were like yes I love this I can't wait to wear or to use it okay okay my first actual, um, my very, very first thing was a pumpkin. Yes. It was a, a little bitty pumpkin. What color? It's orange. It's a regular pumpkin. What was the stem? Was it orange too? Or the was stem it... was brown. Oh, okay. um, oh, it's like a pumpkin pumpkin. That's so cute. Yes. Um, so I wanted, because it was my very first thing, I was like, I'm going to give this to my mentor. Aww. I didn't though, because we just never found a time to, um meet up yeah she already graduated so sad for me um so right now it sits in my cat's scratching post (laughs) she loves it she plays with it she lays with it 
Um, and then the second thing was a beanie, but not. I'm very much advanced now. Not like the beanies I make now. Mm-hmm. But it was a beanie. I followed the pattern, a video pattern that didn't um, adjust the sizes. Oh. It's very tiny. Very tiny. Did not fit on anybody. But it also was striped. Oh. And that being the second thing I've ever done, I was like, yes. I'm amazing. I love that. Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. Stripini. I'm a pro. I love that. What yeah. color was it? Do you remember? It was a dark purple and a light purple because that's all I had. <laughs> yeah. Purple people. Michaela's a purple person. I am. So speaking of hobbies, Michaela and I are also pretty big book nerds. So I was curious because I feel like everyone has a different story about how they come to like love reading. So what age did you really like get into reading? You know? I have no idea. I can't remember the exact age. I just know when we would go to, me and my sister mm-hmm. would go to our father's house. He never, um, because we're very introverted, if he picks what we do for the weekend, we'll be like, Mm-mm, don't want to do this, don't want to go here, don't want to be here. So he, we won't do anything until we tell him what we want to do. And it's always to go to Barnes & Noble mm-hmm. or go to like, Borders. Do you remember Borders? Yeah, no, I used to love Borders. Loved Borders. We would always go there and just pick out, like, one book, but I don't remember any of the books I've ever gotten. They were, like, honestly, those were, like, self-help tween books. They were really... I was just a bad... Yeah, no. Oh, I feel that. The American <laughs> the American girl. What's yeah. going on with my body? No, that's the one. Oh. That is the one, I swear. And then, um... I feel like there's this... It's a whole series. There's like 14 books, I think, or more. But Dork Diaries? Oh, I know Dork Diaries. I, I, I recommend that one. I collected all the way up to like the seventh book. Oh, wow. I love that. And I bought the first book again um, two years ago to read again. But I love that story for some reason. I was just like, this, it's such, it was such an easy read. Oh, yeah. Obviously. And it's, it's kind of like, like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it's kind of like Diary of a Wimpy Kid, like that sort yes, of narrative. Yes, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, and I think. It's like the girl version of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think those are super popular with kids, too, because it's something that's like easily relatable. And it's, it's first person narrative, too, right? It's first person and has like the. Um, the illustrations, the yeah. drawings, and yeah. they're how it's it's not like normal text, the mm. font and stuff. It's like handwritten, yeah, it's, it's big, fun. it's like that catches your eye. You can get through that in like a day. Oh, yeah, and like, like you said, those books are really appealing too. Um, that's so fun. It's funny, I never personally read that series, but I recommend that series to kids. I read up to the seventh book and there's yeah. 14 right now because i just saw the 14th in the bookstore yeah it's crazy how I many books are so bad again you should i mean it's kind of therapeutic like reading books that you see really into there was a book that my mom actually got me called 11 and i forget who it was written by i think lauren something or another but it was like a YA book and it was about this girl just turning 11 and she was having friendship problems making new friends and then also her body was was changing but it was just like such a fun story with just like one person and I thought it was just like I just I related to it so much and then 
like um, the author of the Dork Diaries, she wrote other books. There was like 11, 12, 13, oh. and then there was like 13 and a half. Right. I, yeah, I will say it was unrealistic because she did get a boyfriend at 13 years old. And me being a, like, you know, a little a dork, okay. I didn't get a boyfriend until I was like nine, 19, 20 years old. Oh my so, goodness. yeah, that's fine. You know? What, what, what can I expect? I was an introverted, quiet yeah. girl. You know? Honestly, my first boyfriend, it was um, in eighth grade. Wait, are you 13 in eighth grade? My bad. I don't even know. I think I was 13. That's okay. 14. Um, my first boyfriend, it was just because they're like, oh, he likes you. Y'all dating now. That was it. That was it. Is that surreal? And then we dated for like three, I don't know. My longest relationship was six months, so I can't even say anything. And oh. I was in high school. Yeah, well, it's funny. My ex-boyfriend, who I dated for two years, my friend Ivana, who's been on the show, quote-unquote dated him in middle school. And it was like that. They were just, like, dating or whatever, you know? Like, they were just... But they didn't, like, do anything with each other. Like, they didn't hang out. Exactly. Yeah, it's, like, so bizarre. What other books did you enjoy when you were younger? Um, there's also... There's a book... I don't know who it's by, but it's called Gossip from the Girls' Room. I feel like oh. it's written in all... It might have regular text, but it's, like, written in almost the same way. It's a mm-hmm. black book with dark pink um, accents or whatever. And then, I don't know why that was such a good book. I think I just like books that look abstract, I would oh, say. Oh, same. But there was also, um, the author wrote a second book called, like, it was something from the boys' room. Like, Secrets from the Boys' Room or mm-hmm. whatever. It was also black with, like, blue undertone, blue accents. Um... Never read it, but I was like, I want to. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then in eighth grade, we read. What is that? Anthem by Anne Rand. Mm, I don't know that one. That look it was. Up. That was the best book of my life. Oh. Yeah, it came up right away. I'm surprised I haven't read this. Oh. I, this looks similar to like something I've read. I feel is like it you like should. a boy? Is it a boy? Girl, like they're in a band and they love each other, they fall in love. No, no, it's it's um, oh, this is like medieval, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> I saw Anthem and I was like, oh, and it looks like they're on they're at a concert on the cover. And I was like, are you serious? Yeah, or yeah, the one that I well, found. this is the one. Well, that's what the cover oh, looked like. Oh, okay, the one that was on Google was like, it look, it looks like they're at a concert. I was like. <laughs> Oh, that looks like this other book I read. It's kind of like, I would say that it's like a dystopian um, type thing. But oh, there's, cool. it has, um, I just learned about like, it's like a collective um, point of view. I just learned about point oh, of view, is but it, I can't remember. Is it the ones where it kind of switches back and forth each chapter? No. Oh, no. There, mm. is it like, no, my, my, my Mackenzie, <laughs> She had a lot of free time during the snowstorm. She did like book quizzes on like, really? like yeah, she she likes to read too. And it is it like third person omnius where it's like they kind of know things. No, no? oh, and those are my guesses. Okay, so this <laughs> I don't want to say this would be like a spoiler, but it's we. There are no names. They go by numbers. Oh, and the letter. The letter, the word I is not used until the end of the book. Oh, that's so cool. 
You know what? So interesting. <laughs> I, re- I read this book, one of my favorite books ever, Every Exquisite Thing by Matthew Quick, who wrote, um, what's that one with Jennifer Lawrence and the movie with... Um, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, she's like mentally ill and so is he. What? Play- oh, Silver Linings Playbook. He wrote Silver Linings Playbook. And... Um, so yeah, he wrote that book, which became a movie, which Jennifer Lawrence is in. Oh, um, and uh, it's really interesting because it's first person, but then it switches to third person because she has like a psychotic break and it switches and her therapist recommends her talking in third person to like bring her power back to herself. And so the rest of the book is third person up until the very end. So it's really interesting um, I need to read that. It's really good. It's it's about this this girl Nanette, the main character, who plays soccer, and then she reads this book that like changes her life called the Bubblegum Reaper, and the book is about like this kid who kind of like goes a wall and like doesn't want to be involved in society anymore. So then this kind of encourages her to kind of also have that same mentality of like I don't need a people please. Mm-hmm. I want to like live my own life. But it kind of goes awry, as as is implied with the third person yeah. narration. So it's it's really good. Is the long way of saying that. I'm but. definitely gonna check that out. Yeah, but I want to get into more dystopian. More dystopian? Because I don't read a lot of dystopians. I don't read a lot of fantasy, but I want to. Yeah, just haven't yet. Yeah, this one, that one was realistic fiction, but I feel like dystopian was a really big trend when I was in high school. You know, and I, not that it's not still interesting to me. I don't know. I just appreciate realistic fiction more, mm-hmm. I think. What about you? What's your, what's your go-to genre? Romance. Romance. Oh, true. <laughs> Same. Um, I was just, I don't know. Um, in high school, there was like, I hated when we would read books because we never actually would read them from beginning to end. Really? We wouldn't finish them. We had to leave the books in school. Couldn't take them home because they were shared throughout the classes. So oh. it was like, um, we'll read like chapter one on Monday. And then on Tuesday, we're reading chapter five. I didn't like that. So it's like, yeah. And this mainly happened with the book Every Day by David Levithan, mm. um, who also has other books called Another Day and Someday. I mean, Someday and Another Day. It's a movie. It is. And I'm sorry to tell you, but the movie sucked. But... Well, it seems like it. I've never heard of it. The book was so... I didn't finish the book, but the book was so good. It was just... There was a character. He called himself A. Mm-hmm. Um, every morning, he switched bodies with, like, random people. And then he fell in love um, with the girl when he switched into her boyfriend's body and spent the day with her and stuff. And then... Um, he told her and she stayed with him throughout everybody that he switched. And one time he switched it to her body and stuff like that. Wait, I know this book. Yeah, yeah. I know this book. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so, I love the concept. And then I was so excited for the movie and I don't know what happened. It just didn't yeah. hit. I feel like that would be a hard book to turn into a movie. Yeah. And do it well. You know what I mean? Like you'd have to get a really good writer I feel like it was really rushed. I don't remember Mm. much of the movie because we saw it a few years ago. Um, But it was just that I don't know how many days was in the book that he switched bodies. 
but it was just it was too rushed the ending which i still haven't read the ending of the movie came too quickly yeah it's like the movie was like 15 minutes yeah i feel well what's interesting now is that we have netflix like when i was in high yeah well when i was in high school like that was not like really a huge thing until like my senior year but when the dystopian novel like fiction novels were trending like it wasn't like oh let's make this to a series instead of a movie because like netflix streaming sites weren't a thing so it's cool now that like longer books like that or more complicated books yeah. can be turned to series instead. Like, have you seen Dash and Lily on Netflix? I have. It's I haven't read it, but I've seen it. I know I haven't read it either, but I was like, this is such a good show. Me I like this so much, right? Oh, me too. Me and Mackenzie, like my roommate, were like, oh my god, we're gonna start this like cringy show, and then we low key loved it and finished it in one night. That's literally yeah. You too. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't stop. I wasn't supposed to. I was supposed to hate it because according to TikTok, Dash and Lily was going to replace Julian the Phantoms. Oh. I have a whole tattoo. Do you know what Julian the Phantoms is? No. Oh my gosh. Okay. I want you to do that. Okay. Um, my, my homework. They said that Dash and Lily, like, it's going to get renewed before. I was like, what is this? What do you mean it's going to get renewed? And I, like, read the little description and I was like, that's cute. Saw the first episode. I was like, okay second third watched the whole thing and i was like i want more and apparently that got canceled too i'm so sad that got canceled that was was so good i'm just like a sucker for like like boy who hates everyone hates life but loves the girl that's like my favorite i think that that's a trope called grumpy sunshine grumpy sunshine like grumpy slash sunshine (gasps) yeah so cute there's a lot of those how do you feel about enemies to lovers trope Okay, that's I don't I can't remember if I've actually like read any Oh my god enemies to lovers like oh my god. you gotta like give me some and then I'll be like oh I didn't know that that was enemies to lovers Oh I got I have one for you right now but I forgot the author's name It's a series Okay It's called Black City and it's Never heard this, this post apocalyptic love story and they're like called darklings and they're like these vampire like oh. thingies and they're evil but they're human too and then there's the the like the 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 you know the normal humans and then the but she's like the girl in the story who's the love interest mm-hmm. of the darkling boy um is like part of like the mayor or the cane or whatever and so like they hate each other but then they like but then they like fall in love <laughs> and it's so good because there's this literally i've my young high school self like was reading this and they're like at one scene they're in this like dark room with all the lights turned off and he can see in the dark and he goes right up to her and you gotta read it. It's so good. I will be reading it. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird too. It's it's called the Black City Novel Series, but each okay. book is called something different. The second one is a Phoenix, or no Phoenix, and then the last one's called Wings. My okay. aunt got me this book. Two thousand twelve. Yeah, it's old. <laughs> I've I've never finished the series because the I don't know why they do this in every dystopian YA mm-hmm. book series. You got the first one where they're enemies to lovers or they just like meet. Then the second one, all of a sudden, there's another love interest. I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, and that's what happens in the second book. There's a new person and he's like a wolf or something. What? Oh, Twilight. (laughs) Right. It's a little reminiscent of Twilight. I haven't even read the Twilight books. Me neither. Um, 
No, no, no. I want to. I want oh. to. My high school calculus teacher, we were besties. Mm-hmm. Um, she found all however many of the books at goodwill found the whole series at goodwill and got it for me so i have it sitting at home i love that i've seen the movies i like the movies but the I movies, i'm trying to get my roommate to watch the movies so bad yeah especially really the last one. <laughs> oh, well it's funny i actually the first twilight movie i ever saw was the last one i went with my friend katie mm-hmm. who, who you saw it in theater yeah i did see it in theaters i just watched it like it's my senior year of high school <laughs> Yeah, I'm 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 old, and I've watching it. Watching all the other movies, this scene was way more heartbreaking. In the movie theater, I laughed at a scene that is not appropriate to laugh at. But in watching all the other movies, what did you laugh at? When Carlisle, I knew you were going to say that. I knew. Oh my god, I was in tears. What do you mean? Okay, so I didn't see any other movies. And so I'm watching this movie with terrible CGI, and all I see is Carlisle, the dad of the vampires, his head, and he looks like drunk. And I just started laughing. I laughed. I laughed quietly, but I was like, "Oh no!" And then, like in college, I used to do this tradition where I would binge a movie series on winter break. Yeah, and so I binged Twilight, and I was like so distraught (laughs) watching that scene. I was unprepared for everything they gave i was like why would you <laughs> right i was like this is a joke yeah we're joking <laughs> well, not, not even that the fact that jacob imprints on bella's daughter is really fucking gross it's oh my god when jackie took me to barnes and noble this past weekend yeah um they had all of the twilight books including midnight sun which i think is the story of Jacob and Renesmee. Oh, I've never read that. And oh, it's yeah. huge. Renesmee. It's huge. How many pages? I have no idea. Didn't know, but I. Yeah. it's gigantic. And I was like, I will never. Mm-mm. No. No. I just like. Ugh. It just. It's just. It's just gross. It's kind of like one of those tropes where it's like. Literally a Twilight trip. Like the guy is like thousands of years old and she's like 17. Yeah. And somehow that is like. Fine. Cause I'm definitely rewatching the Vampire Diaries right now. Yeah, I never seen that. You haven't? No. Well, the Vampire Diaries suck, but the originals, the second show. Yeah. That. So good. I was really into Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like really, I know that's like not. I know very similar. <laughs> it's like supernatural, but it's like goofy ass supernatural. Um, but yeah, do you have a favorite book right now? Um, right now. My favorite book of all time is This Is What Happy Looks Like by mm-hmm. Jennifer E. Smith. It's so cute. I just, it's, um, it was the first book I read where there was like a texting slash pen pal trope. Oh, cute. And it really opened my eyes that I want that. That's what I want. I like that. So I tried to read anything else that had that, um... I also read that in eighth grade. It was just, I was sitting with my teacher and she was like, I want you to read this book. So I read it, loved it. And then I just bought it a few years ago and read it again. Um, But my favorite book right now would be something by Colleen Hoover. Do we know Colleen Hoover? No. Kate. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. Okay. Wait, I might know her if I see what she's written. 
Let me look. Oh, this kind of reminds me of like Sarah Dessen. I love Sarah okay. Dessen. I, I I know the name. Oh, Sarah. This seems like more. There's like a Cinderella one. Is this real? Is this realistic fiction? Yes. Oh, cool. I haven't read the Cinderella one. Yeah, because I was like, oh, Cinderella. When I tell you, me, Lauren, Linda, Jackie, or Sally, we're all like, we've all read a few. Well, Lauren's reading her first. It ends with us. And then Jackie's going to start reading Verity. That's (gasps) what I'm going to talk about. Verity is what got me back into reading last year. Like, I was not really reading, and then I... Read that book. I bought a Kindle, a Kindle Paperwhite. Mm-hmm. That was, it wasn't the first book I read, but my friend, Siobhan, was like, I need somebody to read this book so we can talk about it. So I wanted to surprise her, and I was like, I'm going to just read it in quiet. And then I started reading it, and I was like, I can't, I need to talk about this right now. What's yeah. going on? It was, it's, I would say it's like a thriller, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's going to scare you. Don't read it with the lights off, maybe. <laughs> you know? Um, but it was so good, so good. Um, but if you didn't, if you liked We Were Liars by mm. I've not read that one yet, but like I something Lockhart, I've recommended it and I've put it on display, so I've heard it's really good. I'm so sorry for whoever you told that to and whoever what? you heard that from. What is that good? <laughs> I thought Goodreads said it was good. No. That that's the thing. People have mixed reviews about it, like they do about. Very... I liked the cover. Oh, yeah. oh wait. Oh, I'm getting it confused. But I have recommended this book. I don't know. It's Not okay. Good. It's okay. It's okay. It's just there's in both books there are plot twists. Ugh. See plot. Oh, you know what I read one time that had like the hugest plot twist. I forget what it was called. But she's the girl, and the story's, like, allergic to everything. She can't leave outside. Oh. They're making it into a movie. They already did. Oh. I feel like, Or is she allergic to the sun? Because that's a movie. It's like the air outside. And then you find out that she's not actually sick. That her mom, after the car accident where her dad died, created this disease in her head. I feel like Bella Thorne's the actor. Is- it's the one guy from the Simon Love Simon movies, I think, is in this too. The one guy. Yeah, the Love Simon movies. The, I was just thinking about those earlier. Nick Robinson. I think he's in this movie. Wait, what? Let me look it up. Let me make sure. Oh, yes, this one. Everything, everything. They did make oh, it into Oh, everything, everything. Yeah, they made it into a movie. I um, have that book. I want to read it. I haven't read it yet, actually. Oh, I, I just... I well, no, 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 no. I, I assume that that would be that. I'm pretty sure I actually did watch the movie, but I haven't read it. It was it was crazy. Because <laughs> I, I read this in high school, and yeah. I just... You thought it was going a certain way, and then you're like, oh, well, that's shit. Like, that's like a fluffy plot twist, though. I mean, we were liars. It's okay. It's okay. You're, you, you might shed a tear, but I still didn't. I feel like it was kind of predictable. Yeah. And I feel like um, maybe, maybe it was the author's vision for the book anyway to make you like get little hints and make you confused throughout the whole i was just confused oh interesting it was like i can't <laughs> okay what can i say it's like she would say one thing mm-hmm. and then basically contradict herself and like do something else 
that is completely interfering with that first thing she said and I'm like how does that work yeah so that's why I didn't I didn't like the plot twist I felt like it built up to nothing it was expected I would say but with Verity there was I was shaking the entire time it was like it was like anxiety to finish the book, but I was like, "What's going on?" Oh shit! Well, I gotta put that on my list. I was like, "What's going on?" But no, I read a lot of Colleen Hoover. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably read about five or six of her books. Okay. Um, do you like audiobooks? No, not oh. preferably. <laughs> I've had to read them for like class when I couldn't get okay. a physical copy, but I do. I read. Um, a really good one, uh, Nimona. I did an audiobook of Nimona. Nimo- that's in the bookstore. I go to check. Yeah, it's the good. New books they have, and yeah. I keep seeing it. It's good. It's a graphic novel, and they do different voices, and I think that's fun. Oh. Like the like Harry Potter, you know, they have different voices for each okay. person, or different voice actors. So mm-hmm. it's not like the person mimicking other voices. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I not not not. I don't gravitate towards them. I think is the right word. I don't know what happened, but there's a Colleen Hoover book called Layla oh. that my friend Siobhan, because she puts me on all the books. Um, what did she do? She's like, you should read Layla. It's so good. It's mm-hmm. so great. It's amazing. And I started reading it, and I was like, this isn't, I don't oh. like it. And I try very hard not to DNF books, like, do, like don't finish books. I want to get them all the way through. Yeah. And that was my very first book that I did not finish. And then something happened. I went to my Kindle Unlimited app. um, And it had earphones up there. And I was like, what's this? And it said, you can listen on Audible for this, like to this for free. Mm -hmm. So I listened to it. And it was the best thing in the world. It was amazing. It was so good. I had no idea what was going on at all. Mm Mm-hmm. I finished the book at work. I was doing a sandwich pull and I was jumping the <laughs> Oh, because I remember. Because I, I was like, oh. That was what I was listening to. Oh, that's so funny. It was so good. And I just feel like once you change the platform of like, or the way that you're reading something, if you not like it, try something else. Yeah, that's a good tip. Like read, if you don't like it, digital. I read a lot of digital, but I like physical too. Yeah. Um, Just try a different thing. Yeah. That works. We love to see it. Michaela, you're a new guest. So we're doing my favorite segment, which I'm so bad at sometimes and so good other times. So we'll see. I'm going to guess your astrological chart. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of hard because like you have introverted traits, like you said, but you're also very extroverted. (laughs) So it's hard. Like if that makes sense. Yeah. It's hard to like, I want to say you give me Sagittarius energy. A lot. And you might have already told me your sign, too. I don't remember. I don't remember if I've told you, but... So, I'm guessing... Yeah, I'm just feeling Sagittarius. Or you could be an Earth sign, too. Like, you could be... I could see you being, like, a a Virgo. You know what I'm going to do? Okay. I feel like what I'm going to do is I'm going to do... Because I'm trying to think of, like, what would be a shy sign. Like, you could be a water, like, rising... What I'm guessing is I feel like you might be a Sagittarius sun. I just I just have a feeling about it. And then for your rising, if I get this all wrong, it's good. It's it's all <laughs> it's funny when I get it wrong though too. Um, your rising, I'm gonna say your moon 
might be like a cancer because like if you what like romance like what, what type of sign is that they're very emotional is that um no what's the like oh it's like the fish i think no is that a water sign oh yeah water sign okay if there is something i can say about my rising mm-hmm. i don't know the exact time i was born it's so okay. it's changed twice aka i might not know what it is but i have i know what mm. it says it is I almost want to say Virgo <laughs> as you're rising. Okay. But it also could be, I don't know. I'm feeling Capricorn. I feel like I <laughs> have gotten a feel for Capricorn women recently and I can feel them out. And I feel like you might be a Capricorn. So my guess, which could be very wrong, um, Sagittarius Sun. Okay. And then for rising, since you're not sure, I'm going to say Capricorn or Virgo. Okay. And then you're... Your moon, yeah. Oh, could, you could be, you could have air in your chart too. Your moon is either Libra or Cancer. That's my guess. What are you? I think we need to hang out more. <gasps> Did I guess it wrong? Very. Oh, what are you? I am an Aries sun. You're an Aries? <laughs> my birthday's in April. Um. According to the app I use, Time Passages, yeah. I am an Aries rising. Oh. Um, before it said I was a Gemini rising, but I don't know. But right now it says Aries, Ooh, and I am a Scorpio moon. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Listen. <laughs> Scorpio moon what is water. Scorpio is yeah. a water sign. So That's I got okay. You're the- kind of close. I got the water. And Sag- Sagittarius is a fire sign. So I, I have it in the ballpark. Yeah. That's interesting you're in Aries. I can definitely see you as an Aries. I have Aries, like, almost throughout my entire chart. My Venus and my Mercury, both Aries. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Aries can be intense. I have a friend, Kate, who's an Aries, and she's kind of... She's great. I, I wasn't, like, hesitating on that. I was just thinking of her personality. She's not, like, soft-spoken necessarily, mm-hmm. but she can get really, like, fired up, you know? And she, like, when she wants to, she can. And she's a, she's a great she's a great friend. But, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right. I feel like I'm very nice now, but I remember um, the supervisors before me, they used to try to tell me to be nicer to the customer. I wouldn't be oh. mean. You, you, you did get a little... I try not to. You get a little short sometimes. I, it's just... Um, it's okay. It's your Aries. Now I gotta be like, um, if we're out of something, I can't just be like, no. <laughs> you used to say that yeah. to people? Yeah, can I get the... No, no you can't. Sorry. <laughs> no. Try no, try again. Oh my god, Miss Aries over here. Well, we love that. Well, yeah, we will have to hang out more. I feel like it's the people you work with, though. Like, I love everybody... Kind of. I love everybody I work with now, but like before, it was just I felt like I was so down here, and they were all like they were all superior, and I was inferior because I was younger, and they've been there for longer. So like, yeah. I just feel very different. I try. Well, yeah, and I feel like too, it's important to have like a welcoming space, and I, yeah. I try and I try and like do that for other people. And I think you're you're also you know, you're welcoming. Mm. Well, you warm up to people. I would say, so how did you feel about me when you first I thought you didn't like me at all. I thought you didn't like me at all. Everybody says, I hated you when I first got here. And I was like, I bet you did. It's the Aries rising. I'm sorry. I really bet you did. Um, I'll never forget. I put the cold phone. Hey, I was just about to talk about that. You <laughs> <said> that. 
<laughs> and I was like, who is this? Who does this person? I put, I, put, I put the cold foam at Starbucks. I put it on four. And you're like, you're supposed to do it on three. It and I was that. like, it doesn't really matter. Like, and you were so sharpie. And I knew I was like, oh, no. You put the two cups right there and you walked away. And I was like, who's supposed to? Who's touching that? Because it's not me. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I did do that. Well, because at my store, we did things differently. We would do, like, if someone was on, because we would have stations and you would stay there. For us. That's what I want to do now. Yeah. So, well, yeah, because I think that's better. But, yeah, so I didn't know. So I was like, who's on cold bar? And then you were over there, and I was like, can you make my cold thumb? And then you were, like, so pissed at me. And I was like, what the fuck did I even do? So that's so funny. But, yeah, and then I was blending my own. Like, you're supposed to do that three. And I was like, well, okay. But, yeah, well, that's funny. But, yeah, no, I do I do like you. I like you. I think you're funny. Yeah. And now I know you're an Aries. That makes so much sense. And rising Aries, because I thought you hated me. I would come home and I would tell Mackenzie, I was like, yeah, I was working with Michaela today, the girl who doesn't like Everybody me. says that. No, I love everyone. I swear. You're one of my faves. Oh, really? Thanks, um, Michaela. I appreciate it. It's probably like, yeah, um, what, Lauren didn't like me. I didn't like Lauren. Lauren called me stupid one time. Lauren called you stupid? <laughs> Lauren! So she, um... I saw the way that she puts whipped cream on a hot drink. Yeah. Instead of going around, she does zigzag. Oh, I do that. Right? So I was like, oh my God, I did that and it was amazing. And she was like, oh, you're just stupid. And I was like, ah. Oh yeah, Lauren. I didn't speak to her for the rest. <laughs> yeah, Lauren, Lauren roast, roasted me very early on. And I was like, yeah. I was like, no, <laughs> seriously. We didn't actually become as close as we are until probably like I became a chef supervisor. Yeah. Um, because she was the main one. Because our... Like, I was a barista while she was the shift. I was going with her most of the time to, like, watch what she would do. Yeah. So, that's how that... And I'm glad, but it's so sad because she's graduating. Like, all my faves yeah. are graduating. I know. Her, it's... Miriam, Jackie, Linda, Ariana. Yeah, it'll be a smaller store. But, yeah. Well, thank you, Michaela, for being on here. I have one more thing to ask you. Of course. Because I ask everyone, yeah. why are you happy to be here? Whether that's in life, you could say why you're happy right now in this moment. I really just leave it up for you to interpret. Um, I would say I'm happy to be here because I think that... I don't want to be like one of those people that say, our generation needs this. But I just feel like at this age, we need different and more people that come up with more like creative things um i would say like the poetry i write or anything i do anything that anybody does this podcast we need more creative things like that um that think outside the box or Mm -hmm. and i just want like why can't let's just all make a difference and it doesn't need to be like something big yeah like i'm changing the world i can change the world by just telling you this and you know yeah um and i love my job and the people i work with that's why i'm happy to be here yep oh yay well thank you so much for coming on michaela well guys you know where to find me on instagram at happy to be here and you can follow michaela's instagram her yarn instagram i will link it in the episode and yeah thank you guys so much for listening and this is me signing off bye